Hello everyone and welcome to the Be Light, Shine Bright podcast. My name is Pakala Kiara and I'll be your host. Here we discuss life and how the different facets of it can influence our mental health. We will talk about therapy, interventions, mental health and life experiences. Remember, if you like it, feel free to give us a share and invite your friends and loved ones to listen. In this episode, I wanted to talk to you about the power of attention and focus. Where we tend to focus our attention grows. What we think about and what we dwell on and what we give energy to really do grow and take hold. This is true for negative thoughts and cognitions and also true for positive, which is a good thing. Now, many people get carried away with anxiety and worries and thinking on them over and over again. And I get that. I'm guilty of that too. It can become almost addicting or like a kind of vicious cycle that you find it hard to break. I really understand that sometimes it can be quite hard because when we worry and we feed our anxiety, our whole system becomes depressed and sad and anxious and hypervigilant and it can seem like we're always on the constant lookout for things. It can also be quite hard to break this cycle if perhaps we are at a moment or period in our life where things do seem to keep going wrong and keep continually going wrong and there's not been a break or a a rest period um, with things going wrong. It can be quite hard and, you know, some people believe that feeling worried or anxious might be a habit that we've carried over from childhood. We may have grown up with fearful or anxious parents uh, or we may not have had our worries thoroughly listened to as children and we were never taught ways to cope or deal with them. It's, It's not a good feeling to feel worried all the time. It's exhausting is one word for it. And, you know, there might be uh, situations where worries or anxieties creep in more often. You might be sick. You may not know why you're sick. You might uh, be facing a lifelong condition or diagnosis of you or your child or someone close to you. Uh, You might have children. I think as parents, we all worry about our children um, a lot of the time. Um... We might worry about bad things happening. We may have had a lot of bad things happen to us in our life and we may worry about those things repeating either for us or for our children or our loved ones. There's lots of different things that we can worry about. But there are also lots of different things that we can do to help reduce this worry. And as I just said, these may not necessarily be things that we've ever been taught to do or We may not have ever known a way to handle these worries. We may not have had someone there to teach us or to guide us. 
and hopefully this podcast will give you a few strategies on how to talk to your worries or flip them around. Um, So let's get down to it. Now, often the first way of getting rid of a worry is to verbalize it. Say it out aloud. Tell it to someone trusted. Just say it out aloud to yourself. Write it down. Journaling is a great tool for this. Uh, If writing's your thing, if writing's not your thing, just saying it out aloud to yourself while you're having a shower. Showers can be powerful tools to use to help you to envision worries or anxieties leaving your body it can be a part of a letting go ritual at the end of every day now if we still find that the worry is bothering us after we have verbalized it we can try doing different things like self-talk we can talk to the worry we can use logic what's the worst that can happen you know can i get through that will i live yeah probably Uh, you know you can tell yourself that's simply not going to happen or the likelihood of that happening is is quite low the statistical likelihood of that is like slim to none really talk yourself down tell yourself that even if the worst was to happen you are quite capable and you can get through it you're resourceful you're resilient it's something that you can beat and get through Something else we can do is use the defense mechanism, the psychological defense mechanism of suppression. Now, suppression is different to repression. It's not a dissociation. It's not putting something away and never looking at it again or trying to hold it down or shove it down for the rest of our life. It's just setting something aside uh, in the moment Um, to allow us to live in a way that is more carefree and addressing things at a time when it's more appropriate or you have, you know, you're in a safer environment, you have more time. And something I describe to my younger clients is using like the, the visual of a treasure chest or a box or a safe that you can lock and putting that worry in that safe and then giving yourself something called worry time and worry time is a time of day where you give yourself 10 to 15 minutes to think about your worry express your worry if you have someone trusted you want to share it with but that's the only time you can talk about your worry or think about it or bring it into your awareness is during worry time and the rest of the day if it comes up or it pops up in your head just pop it in that box and lock it away to be explored at a time when it's more appropriate and less likely to affect your well-being and your happiness. The less we focus on our worry, the less it consumes us. This is a short interruption to let you know that if you or a loved one is experiencing difficulty or is in need of more support, you can find me at maramacounseling.com. Be sure to check out the audio resources page also where you'll have access to a number of free resources that will help you to feel relaxed. Be sure to take advantage of my 20-minute free initial session. I am also on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Can't wait to work with you. Now the concept of a worry time is kind of like the concept of time blocking or time scheduling where when you're in that moment, all you're doing is that thing. So when we schedule ourselves a worry time, 
then we kind of give ourselves the reassurance that there is a time that we will get to it and it it probably does deserve to be looked at but it's not going to be something that we're going to let doom and gloom the rest of our day. Something else we can do to try and minimize that worry is to distract ourselves when we feel those anxious or worrying feelings come up. Do something that is active. So participate in an activity that you enjoy. You know, find out your hobbies and what you really like. Pursue a creative pursuit. Do something that fills you with passion and joy and really lights you up. Something that you concentrate on. Something that takes your full attention. And on the flip side of that is you can also do something that you find relaxing. Something that helps you to zone out. Something that helps you to just be in the moment and do nothing kind of um you know one silly thing that i like to do is watch trashy tv shows like the real housewives something inane or other things i like to do to relax are things like yoga or uh, exercise it's just something that helps me to zone out and it distracts me now the useful thing about a worry is that it often will tell us what we really don't want to happen and I said this was useful because usually if we take a moment and think about the exact opposite of our worry it's going to be something that we probably do want to happen so you can use your worries as a contrast and imagine the opposite and see what it is that you are wanting and what you do want and then you can switch your focus onto that and really visualize the things that you do want happening instead uh, and this is something that I do uh, when Jax goes in for surgery for example um, you know of course my greatest worry is that he will die on the operating table but that's not something I'm going to give my attention to and especially not when he's in on the table so anytime that worry creeps up on me um, during that time and when he is in theater I squash it by imagining the direct opposite so I imagine him waking up I imagine him looking at me I imagine holding him again I imagine him smiling I imagine him healing. I imagine all the things that I want. And this is something that everybody can do with their worries. You can do this with big worries or small worries. You can do this with all worries. And probably the last thing that I wanted to talk about um, when I talk about attention and focus and anxieties and whatnot is that we are only in control of what we are in control of and anything else is not ours to control and while that can suck sometimes especially when it's you know the actions of other people what we can control is our response to it and this is true of worry and anxiety as well uh, we choose what we get to think about we choose what we get to focus on we choose what we get to foster and what we get to strengthen and when we focus on our strengths and what we do want 
we make room for more of that we wire our neural pathways to be more predisposed to think of that so we really are watering what we want to grow when we think our thoughts warrior anxiety is often a living in the future or in the past and rarely is it about living in the moment unless you're in a really worrying moment or anxiety inducing moment uh, you know, like I just described when my child's in surgery, perhaps I don't really want to live in that direct moment, but that's why I envision what I do want to happen and what I do want things to look like. And we can do this in a really awesome way at the beginning of our day. Ideally, we look at and we set our day, we set our intention for our day. We look at where we want it to go. We look at the things we might have to do that day and we think about how we're going to get those things done. We make a little plan. Sometimes we make lists um, and we can do things like my meditation that's available on my audio resources page about setting up your day. And another really powerful time to do this is right before sleep. So I like to do my daily like setup in the morning and visualize my day in the morning. And then at nighttime, I like to visualize my life, like end goals, like where I want to end up. And I think about that right before I go to sleep. And it really does help me to relax and get to sleep. And when we focus on those good things and on the things that we do want, it also has a positive effect on our body and and our mindset. We feel stronger. We feel stronger all over in our mind, in our brain, and in our hearts and in our body. Uh, when we focus on weakness, we grow that and we foster that. You know, it's the same as when you focus on anger or hatred or revenge. You grow that because it's all you're ever thinking about. But when we focus on the opposite, that is what we grow. We grow love and we grow patience and we grow good things we thrive i hope that this episode has had a few helpful strategies in it for you and i look forward to recording another episode for you all very soon this concludes this episode of the be light shine bright podcast from maramar counseling I'm Pakala Kiara and I hope you enjoyed listening today. Keep your eyes peeled and your ears ready for more episodes in the future. And remember, be light, shine bright. Until next time.